Howdy partners, mommies and daddies, welcome back to the Idiotomatic Podcast. I'm your host, Aotomatic, a.k.a. Lechero the Milkman. Lechero the Milkman. Also, a.k.a. Number one France fan. France won the World Cup this weekend. Daddy won 200 bucks this weekend. All is right in the soccer world. I didn't think I'd be as invested as I was. It was a lot of fun to watch these games, particularly because it all happened during the workday for the most part. So I got to watch them at my desk and procrastinate. But yeah, I put, um, I put some money on France to win the whole tournament as a future before it started. That's how futures work for any any uh, non-gamblers out there. Um, I was actually out in the Highlands one night, and I met who I thought was Brad Guzon. Brad Guzman? The Atlanta United goalkeeper. This bald dude that looked exactly like him. It's not the first time that's happened, by the way. My friends one time convinced me that one guy in the bar was Algie Crumpler, the old Falcons tight end. So I went up and talked to him like he was Algie Crumpler and got pictures with him and shit. He was probably just like, what the fuck is this kid doing? <laughs> How drunk is this idiot? It happened again, all right? It happens sometimes. I I started talking to him as if he was Brad Guzon. And he was like, no, I'm actually not. I get that all the time, though. Um, but I am a big, big, huge Atlanta United fan. I was like, me too, bro. I'm one of their bigger fans. I've got a podcast where I've mentioned them. Oh, shit, really? Not really, but we got to talking about soccer, football. And he, we got to talking about the World Cup. He was excited. Um he told me to bet the house on France. And he was like, you'll thank me later, man. Just do it. Just pull the trigger. So I called my bookie, a.k.a. I logged into Bovada. Bet 25 bucks on him. And then also made a little side bet with, with my friend Kyle Fargle, as we call him. Carl Farks, Fargle Garks. Sharky Bites, Driving Cars. His name is kind of molded. It's taken, taken shape of however, his, however stupid his friends are feeling. Anyways, made a bet with Kyle. So won almost 200 bucks um, altogether. So that was a good win for Daddy. And thank you, Brad, for, for giving me that, that tip, that late night tip out in uh, the Highlands. I appreciate that. I'll uh, buy you a drink or something. And good luck uh, this weekend. I'm going to be coming to the game on Saturday against DC. But yeah, it's been it's been a fun uh, fun last couple weeks watching soccer. I haven't been able to podcast as much um, over the past couple weeks just because I've been working a lot recently. Um, I've been staying late. I think I've worked till eight or nine o'clock 
almost every day, every other day maybe, because I'm covering for a pregnant woman who's on maternity leave. I guess she's not pregnant anymore. What would you call her? A mom. I'm covering for a mom who's out on maternity leave, um, covering her desk and mine. So it's taken twice the time. Plus you add in the fact that I've been procrastinating, watching soccer. That adds even more time. So it's been staying late for me. So I haven't been able to podcast as much recently. So I apologize about that. Hopefully you guys haven't missed me too much. (laughs) But yeah, it's been been weird. I keep hearing about this gender pay gap. And it's funny because this woman is literally at home, you know, wiping a a baby's ass and slapping a titty in its mouth. And I have to do her work for her and she's getting paid for me doing her work. It's just interesting. So I invite any of my friends to come on and debate me on the gender pay gap and why I think it's a myth. I read up on it. I've got some facts that you might find interesting. One of those being the equal pay act. Equal pay for equal pay for equal work. Nineteen sixty-three. JFK was the fucking president. Like it's been illegal to pay women less for that long, and you're still complaining about it. I don't understand. I think if I could go home and have a woman do my work, they wouldn't be complaining about the the pay gap. I wouldn't be complaining at least. Fuck it. Pay me whatever you want. If you're paying me to not do shit. Anyways, I stayed till I stayed till like nine thirty one night. I was obviously the last person there, and I couldn't figure something out. My, I was like, caffeined out, blood pressures through the roof. I have to go take a poop break. I was jeweling at my desk too because I'm a fucking badass, and that's what that's what big bosses do. Wait for everyone to leave and just start vaping at your desk (laughs) anyways blood pressure through the roof I think I'm going to have like a caffeine overdose or something and I'm in need of a poop break I go to the bathroom to take a shit and I'm sitting there I could feel my heart just like pounding through my chest I could hear it in my ears like it was pumping that hard I was like I'm about to have a fucking heart attack so I whip out my phone I dialed 911, but I didn't press send. I dialed it, and I was like, if I start like getting woozy and blacking out, I'm going to press send and have somebody come get me. I was like, I'm. this is how Elvis died. I'm not going out that way. Elvis died on the toilet, and he was a fucking king. I'm just a, a pawn in some dumbass scheme. I'm not a king. I'm a peasant. And I'm not going out like that. And you know what? The cleaning crew doesn't deserve that. I know that the cleaning crew doesn't show up until 10 or 10.30. By that time, I'm dead. I don't think they deserve to have to... After everything they went through to get across the border, they shouldn't have to come clean up a literal piece of shit from the bathroom floor. But speaking... (laughs) Speaking of pieces of shit at work... I have a bone to pick with a lady in my office. So I get in. I was 
pretty tired. Stayed up playing video games. I broke the Xbox out, by the way. Broke it back out. I'm that bored. I've been playing NCAA football. Ready for football season to come back. Stayed up pretty late playing that. Come in really tired. Not in the mood to do anything. I'm pressing the button to go up to my desk. And we have six fucking elevators in our office. But only two of them work half the fucking time. So I'm waiting for... It's probably... I'm being dramatic. It's probably like 20 seconds, but still. Way too fucking long. And in the meantime, this other lady comes up behind me. And I just kind of want to ride the elevator in solitude, in peace. But she gets on the elevator with me. She presses the 8th floor. I press the 12th. And I immediately look down at my phone to pretend that I'm looking at something, even though everyone fucking knows you don't get service in the elevator shaft. I'm looking at my phone to just avoid an awkward conversation. She gets off on the eighth floor, turns around as she's getting off, and you know what she has the fucking nerve to say to me? She turns around and she fucking says, have a good day. (laughs) Have a good day. Oh, have a good day. I was fucking fuming, dude. I was, I was irrationally upset at this woman for telling me to have a good day. I started, oh, I was like, I'm going to put this show on the podcast. I just started thinking about it. I was like, my friends have to hear about this. They got to hear about why. Why am I so fucking mad right now? One, I'm mad. Number one, because you don't fucking know me. You don't fucking know what I go through on a day-to-day basis. You get to get off on the eighth floor, turn around, smile, have a good day. Like you know who I am and like you are invested in my day. You know nothing. You know nothing about, you get to get off on the eighth floor. You know nothing about what happens in that elevator after you get off. You know nothing about what happens on the 12th floor. Number two, no, I'm not going to have a good day. I haven't had a good fucking day since January 1st, 2018, when the Georgia motherfucking Bulldogs won the Rose Bowl and were headed home for the national championship. Ever since then, everything has sucked. Every day has gotten worse. Every day since then has been the worst day of my life. So don't try to fucking, don't try to wish some shit on me. Don't get off. You get to get off. You ride up with me in silence the entire fucking way and you get off and you drop this fucking bomb. You open up this emotional can of worms while you strut away to your fucking desk and I have to sit there and think about how my day's going to be. Fuck you. Fuck you. I was so mad. And last but not least, you're getting off on the eighth fucking floor. There's a good reason why you don't get to ride up with me to the 12th floor. The 12th floor is for big bosses, big daddies, five-star podcast producers. If you get off on a single-digit floor, you don't get to tell me what to do. I'm sorry. Don't fucking tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to live my life. I was sick. Don't. 
tell people to have a good day on the elevator. Don't fucking talk to people on the elevator. People talk about elevator pitches. What's your elevator pitch? My elevator pitch is leaving people the fuck alone. Let them live their life. You don't care. You didn't care before you got on. You didn't care while we were on the fucking elevator. Why are you all of a sudden, now the doors open up, you get to escape this fucking thing? What if, this, what if it stopped and fell and I died? You think I'd have a good day? No. I was mad. Eighth floor peasants don't get to tell Big Daddy what to do. Once he gets up to the 12th floor, if you're, if you are 10 well nine or below, you don't get to talk to me unless you're the nice Asian lady in the cafe downstairs. Don't fucking talk to me. We, we may work in the same building, but we got different views, honey buns. We got different views, baby girl. Shout out to Drake for that. Work in the same building, but we got different views. I got one car, and the unlock button doesn't work. Talk to me. Talk to me when you're up in up in the top suite when you got a view. I got a bone to pick with her, and I got a bone to pick with another person. Speaking of Drake. I was, so I was on a dating app. I was supposed to go on a date with this girl. And we got to the point where we were exchanging phone numbers and we're texting. And she says that Drake is one of her favorite artists. And I was like, do you, jokingly, I was like, do you, uh, ever post Instagram pictures with Drake captions? Like, do you ever post? Cause she said she's, you know, she can handle a little bit of banter. She likes to joke around a lot. I'm like, do you ever, you know, you like Drake so much. Do you ever post a caption with, with a basic ass picture that you make your boyfriends take? And she's like, ha ha. No. Are you trying to stalk my Instagram or something? And I was like, ha ha. No, I'm not. She said, okay, let me know when you want to. And I was like, all right, what is it? What does she want me to see here? She obviously wants me to look at something. So like, okay, shoot. What's your, what's your username? So she gives it to me. I get on there. I request to be her follower. I request to be her friend. She requests me back. And then <laughs> three hours later, three or four hours later, she texts me. <laughs> hey, prof- <laughs> hey, Professor McThicksnack. Um, so I'm looking for something serious. And while I'm pretty, I'm sure you're a great guy and you're a funny guy. Uh, I just don't think somebody who who uh, displays themselves as Professor McThicksnack is as serious as I am. I'm really just looking for my person. And I just don't think that it's you and I don't want to waste your time. And I was like, I can appreciate that, but also fuck you. You don't know anything about professor McThicksnack. You don't know anything about me. You've never met me before. I said, okay, that's fine. Thanks for letting me know. 
Um, but before you, you know, here's a pro tip, a little pro tip for you. If you're trying to find your person, maybe you should not, you know, kind of prejudge them for a joke on Instagram before you even meet them in person. It might be a little, you might be jumping the gun a little bit and that might be why you're fucking single. You dumb bitch. I didn't say all that. I was like, pro tip, maybe wait until you meet somebody to judge them for what is going to turn out to be a joke. Maybe be in on the inside joke. That pissed me off too. Drake fans, man, you can't trust them. Cannot trust them. I like Drake though. But this girl, I actually ended up blocking her number. I did her a favor because I knew she was probably, I mean, I might get drunk and text her and be like, Hey, are you, did you get the joke yet? (laughs) Or something stupid like that. So I went ahead and just blocked it. I'll let you guys, (laughs) I'll let you guys know anything else that happens with that, but that's done. So my love life is still non-existent ladies. If you're listening, slide into the DMS, do what you got to do. That girl has no fucking idea that I'm a five-star podcast producer either. I guarantee if she knew that shit, if she knew my, (laughs) my grandparents had a condo in Destin, Florida, Hmm. Might be a different story. If she knew I worked on the 12th floor of a building, she might not be writing me off so easily. This weekend I actually got Apple Music. So I'm going to tr- I'm going to try my best to figure out how to play music on this thing. I got Apple Music because I wanted to hear Steve Winwood's Bring Me a Higher Love. I played it on repeat 25 or 30 times. We also took over the <laughs> the jukebox at Dark Horse. Played it a few times there. It's a great song. I'm going to make y'all listen to it, hopefully. But that's all I wanted to talk about. I'm going to go to bed now. Love you guys. Bye, Felicia.